Before I jump into that, I just I want I, I want to chat with my people, man. I want to chat with my with my core horse, man. Everybody good? Yes, my brother. What's going on? Big up to the listeners of the Bearded Podcast. Exactly. Um. So before I jump in, before I jump in, I want to give a little um recognition to to Kwame. He's one of the core horse, and he he's writing a book. Well, he has written a book. And it's soon out there. So, so Kwame, give us a little bit of details, man. Uh, how we could um, access it and all of that. Well, right now, I've started to upload a snippet of it onto Wattpad. And I've been sharing the link via my Instagram, my Facebook, my WhatsApp, basically my social platforms. And I just want to give people a general taste of what it is that I am doing, what is to come, because I know a lot of people have been waiting for me to finish this book. I was reading this book for quite a length, lengthy period of time. Mm-hmm. So that's just an effort to let people know, yeah, it's a work in progress. This is what I got right now. Just give them a little taste, you know? Yeah, well, that, 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 is, a, that is a good thing. And um, we would obviously put a link to uh, the Wattpad version of that book. You said it's is like three chapters, right? Uh, yes, uh, sir. So yeah, the first three chapters, a low snip, a low snippet, a low taste, so that you guys could jump in and you know when the full thing comes out to buy a copy. So we're gonna put that on onto the description for the podcast. A link would be there so that you guys could access it. And we're all about men doing positive things. That's that's what it's all about. Positivity. Because at the end of the day, you could be doing other things. You could be breaking into people's houses. You could be interfering with somebody, girl. But now nah, you're doing something positive. So we, we got we got large that off and give them the, the, the uh, a decent amount of respect for it. I can't, I don't know where my brain operating in the way that it's operating. It must be because it, uh, it on vacation. But, um, <laughs> don't, don't forget uh, we, we have the others are doing stuff as well I'm gonna plug uh, plug uh, plug every single episode uh, Darian has his own podcast the Anything Goes podcast you could go and check that out over on YouTube you know Chad has his own podcast as well the Up Inside Your podcast and you can check that out over on Instagram every Thursday at 8pm pass through pass through definitely if you enjoyed the conversation here or bearded conversations you're going to enjoy the conversation over on up inside the up inside your podcast so go across give that a check 
uh, uh, Zen. Zen is our resident part of my uh, barber. So go across and oh uh, give this bitch a chat. Uh, Zen, Zen is every cuts. Listen, whoever you know that the barber that you get into currently is trash. So go across and Zen, uh, Zen gets sorry, you old proper. So Zen is every cuts over on um, Instagram. Go across, make an appointment. Make sure that you get uh, sorry. Hey, don't, you don't want to be looking too shabby during this. Uh, during no, this yeah, Matt may get beat from the barber. No, you know, uh, barbers, yeah. some barbers just get vaccinated and go get a haircut for somebody else. Yeah, he, he don't understand the same detail <laughs> of this work, boy. Yeah, that's <laughs> real, boy. Man, it's real. It's about to work over the work, boy. Man, get screwed. We have been done. Very sensitive. You went a list of boats, mess up my fit. Yo, yo, my cheer. That happened already. You can hire your woman, but you can't hire your barber. That's the saying. Oh, boy. You want to hire your barber or the, or the person that's cut your food? Or a tailor, boy. You don't mess with your tailor neither. True, 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 true. But, you know, you, you, you know, if your barber was looking a little bit shabby, like um the situation that I had before I ended up being across a brother's ready body telling me that my head shit odd, so that's why they can't lay me up properly. Um, but you walk across to a barber. <laughs> you walk across to a barber that gets sorted out nicely. So, know that we offer all of the promo. Know no, we offer all of the promo. Hold on, I, yo, yeah. That can look straight to you. Hold on one second, T. Don't don't I tell me about my head. I oh, want you can do that, bro. I just want to in defense of that barber, whoever he may be. I assume he or she may have been inexperienced at the time. But aside from their inexperience, let me just say for the record, um, having cut your hair, you had shit funny for you. You might confirm it. No support. No support. Especially You got all. Yeah. You just think you're back. Yeah, I, you know. You got CRTV, boy. Yo, the Mendes uh, Mendes 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 so um let, let me let me just put this um disclaimer out here because I know the first thing that people say to try to dismiss false rape accusations is that oh man it doesn't happen a lot only five percent of um all of the reported um rapes rape accusations are actually false but look for many of us here saying don't having this conversation in our livelihoods we may not get hit by a car. They got, another, they got a whole set of other things that may not happen to us. But at the end of the day, you will still be fearful of those things actually happening to you. So another thing that comes up as well, and this is, try, this is trying to dismiss the argument. Look, a, a lot of things that happen to men, men do not openly speak about. So somebody may be falsely accused of rape. And the mere fact, that the situation is the cards are so stacked against you, you don't do anything about it. And this is what this podcast is for. So if you've been uh, falsely accused of rape, guys, go out there and go and fight as hard as possible. Because 
people are going to um, say, hey, listen, man, or you get you ain't get falsely accused, he must he do it, and all sorts of different things. Because at, in this day and age, no, we are at the point where people believe that is an inherent trait within men to be uh, rapey or not not uh, understand the consent that women give in terms of sex. So of course we're gonna cover all of that in our rape episode, and we can show we can show you that there are some guys who are aware and who want to be aware, but it's not an inherent trait. If you uh, if you decide that you want to um, accuse somebody of rape, and you know that you haven't been raped, to me you're a horrible person. That's just how you see it. So uh, know that that all of that is out of the way. I want to hear the opinions of the others. What what do you guys think about false rape accusation? I can get a chance to start now, or you gonna yeah, yeah. you ain't, you ain't gonna get lost this 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 toss out, child. Oh, good thanks, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah, let me just say a special good evening to the people yet again, the listeners of the buried conversation. Um, for me, this is a is a is a topic that I, I keep close to myself because of the reality that I think a lot of men are unaware. And when I say unaware, I'm speaking about uh, people like myself because I live a particular lifestyle. And I have always been a person that I don't really dwell with a lot of negativity and I don't allow it in my space. I've worked really hard over the years to to get to that level. And when you get to this level, it is so peaceful. You just literally do anything to keep you peace. And from a very young age, I was very, I was raised a certain way. I was raised to respect women and to give respect where it is due even when you could see a reason not to be respectful. And we all know, I think the fellas in here could pick sense from nonsense where you're going with that particular line. But in order to avoid conflict, I would just prefer to walk away. So since I always had that respect and then coupled, I think it was even strengthened when I had my, my child in 2006 and it was a girl and I wanted a girl. So, you know, obviously that can be strengthened 10 times, 100 times as much because you don't want anything like that to befall on your innocent baby, your innocent child, your innocent daughter. You know, boys are victims of this as well in terms of rape and stuff. But, you know, we predominantly usually lean to the, to the female or, or, the, or the lady type of um, rape whenever we speak about it. Uh, for me, because of the mentality that I have and I carry through my life, I never learned like later on in life that oh, a guy that I was with, was friends with was actually a perpetrator of rape. You know, so it was very, I, I guess I was on the outside. But as I got older, we became more outward with our speech, things that were considered uh, taboo. We started to be more vo- verbal with, vocal about. And uh, that's when I learned that actually a lot of people that I know, women mainly, were actually victims of sexual assault. And it it obviously troubled me because I was like, well, would, I mean, I got interactions with these with these people, and you know, it's like you never saw it, 
and it's and it's you know I think something that's hit you hardest when it happens and you had no clue it was going on, and I used to take that on a certain way because then you know you, you want to ask questions but you don't want to pray into somebody's personal life and you don't know the kind of trauma that that related or connected to it. So I just used to apply a specific level of of understanding that or oh, right, if you want to talk to me about it, you could talk to me about it. But I will say this. When you say A, you have to say B in some things or in most things, if not all things. There are people who understand that the law tends to lean, I guess was the term we're looking for, it leans in a in a favorable way towards women. So People who are manipulators tend to tend to exercise that 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 um that that quality or that trait. I would say a trait is not quality, it's a trait. And I find people who are actual victims tend to shrivel up. They don't talk about it much. They they don't want unwanted attention. They don't want to cause problems. They just allow things to skip. I don't know how the fellas feel about that, but I know for me, people who truly are victims tend to not get what is deserving from the law. And Teague, as you're, you're an aspiring lawyer, I know that you may disagree with that, but I speaking about, I speaking from experience with people that I know personally that have gone through whatever topic we could possibly bring up. And, you know, they, whenever they are victims of an act, they tend to clam up. They do not seek attention. They do not seek justice, quote unquote. They just want to be left alone. But people who outwardly go to say things or do things, yet again, I have to, I have to put, it up, put it out there that yes, people are speaking out more. It is not everybody who is actually a perpetrator pretending to be a victim or, you know, these professional victims as we've got labels for everything nowadays. It's not that that's how it is at all times. But I find that most of the time, true victims are people who just want to be left alone. So I think one of the things that we have to discuss when it comes to rape accusations we got to bring the false rape accusations into the limelight, into the spotlight. And what are we doing to ensure that there are particular penalties in place to ensure the safety of people? Because in a previous episode, I, rem I remember stating that whenever a man is accused of something, even if he is proven innocent, the likelihood of him getting that stigma and stench washed away from him is next to impossible. Just the fact that you were accused makes you guilty, number one. And number two, even after you prove that you're not guilty, the, the stigma does not leave, does not leave you. It's like, it's, it's forever looming. However, if the, the person who does the false accusation, they walk away scot-free, name untarnished, uh, record still shiny, still in good condition, and society forgets all about them. So I believe that we need to be, one, firm about 
rape accusations because it's a serious topic. But on the other hand, we have to be very aware of the fact that people do manipulate the system. People are vindictive in nature when they know that they have the opportunity to be advantaged in a situation and they take it upon themselves, whether you know it's something personal, personal vendetta, whatever, a moment of blood to the head, they take advantage and they just damage somebody's entire character for life. So we need to ensure for both counts, we have both people covered. And I think that should be the number one advocate when it comes to these conversations, because it is okay to speak about, about any of these things, but we have to find balance where there are imbalances. And I think that's the reason why, why Barry Conversations was born, because we noticed that men are falling lower and lower on the totem pole of, of um, value. And we needed to make a conversation about it. But with this particular topic, because it is so touchy, because it is so sensitive, and because there, there's no black and white, there's always some gray involved in it, we have to be more aware of that. And we have to make room for that. So I said all of that basically to come to this point, that for me, I have a, a, a zero tolerance with it. Um, I've never been in a situation where that I have forced myself onto someone. And personally, I don't understand it, but I can grasp it, if that makes sense to the men. Because, you know, sometimes you don't have to go through something entirely to get it. You can learn from other people's experiences or you can just understand via you know, uh, researching. Yeah. You don't have to go through every single thing. So I can, I can make some room for the men to, to, to have a, a bit, because I mean, I could go on and on about this. I could come from the, the, I could come from the aspect of, of a daddy. I could come from the aspect of a young man who never forced himself onto anyone. I could come from the aspect of just being a law-abiding citizen and it don't apply to me. And, and I, could, I could come from any angle you could think of. But I want less room for the men to, you know, respond to anything that I have said or even go on on their own. So I'm going to go ahead from there. Of course. And hopefully for, for, for the sake of this episode, we we get all of those different perspectives that you have. And I, I hope that everybody on this podcast, on this episode, could bring the 10 different perspectives that, 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 that you could bring. Because this could affect us in so many different ways. That is the truth. Mm-hmm. It can't. And for most of us in here who are, are maybe, you know, a little bit more set in life or looking to be set in life, this is a scary thing here. I know, I know if I say it and if, if it slipped my mind, but for a false rape accusation is so scary. So I gotta move on. I wanna hear um I wanna hear Zen, man. I wanna hear what you guys say, Zen. Uh, good night, everybody. Um I was listening to a chat and I was thinking and thinking and thinking. Thinking about situations I've heard of, thinking about the experiences I've had. Um, false rape 
acquisitions are pretty easy. And when I say that, I mean, if you found, if you are a, a person who has purposely called a name, knowing that that was not the case, that they called my name for rape and knowing that that's not the case, point blank, that is wrong. So for me, that that part is you know a brainer. That that, that that ain't difficult. As for the man who being killed in, in the court of public opinion, that's where it gets fun. And to be honest, I feel as though you have to talk about the definition of rape too, or what you know what rape is, because they find that with each passing time, things tend to change and meanings tend to adjust. And I find things are are explained or expanded upon a lot because what I understand rape to be no, I did not understand it to be 15 years ago, 10 years ago. Hmm. Um, I would say that the reason why false accusations are so um, they can be so damaging and they are it, it seems to be like a, a, a well, how I want to put it, it seems like it's a retort to, for, for, for those people who have, were raped and truthfully raped and were not hurt. And then you kind of have this, it, like just like everything else, you have movements that are spawned out of a marginalized community or people who felt as though they've been hurt and there were no uh, repercussions or any kind of recourse. So the false accusation now I find has become more prevalent and it is extremely potent because I think because of that, because of, of, of people who are not, you know, so you, so you would find out that the prevailing message is believe the victim. And that is, and that is point blank what is taught believe the victim regardless of the circumstance and i understand that that is birth of people who may have been raped and were not hurt i understand that but it's a problem because it presumes that the person is that the person who you know who's been accused is guilty which is not how law is supposed to work one so then it, it also turns the entire the entire society into if you if you have an entire society thinking well yeah let me believe the victim automatically, which I think is not smart personally, and not disbelieve. I am not saying that we should disbelieve the the victim so to speak. Either it is more a case of you don't just. Throw the baby out of the bath, what they would say. I will not presume that this person is guilty, and I'm not going to presume that you are, in fact, being truthful either. We have to keep our minds open for the possibility of something not being the case, whatever it may be. It is hard to get people to remove bias, et cetera, et cetera. That is, that, that is a difficult one to do. And I don't think there's ever going to be a time where if I am accused of rape, and that, and that is said and repeated throughout, throughout society that there will ever be a time where that is easy or even if it's untrue, I don't know if there will ever come a time where that is not a harsh reality to have to deal with. So I don't know if it's, I don't think it means to speak to that part. 
So for me, I think that is just is one of these things that we, we have to look at because it happens to men disproportionately so, obviously. Um, it, it happens to men. And it is not something that is... I, I've, I've known of cases of being in a situation where, not even, well, not me necessarily, but let me just say a father and he was accused of touching his daughter. And that was not the case. But that word got out and that started to, to go around and, and that was a very painful time for him, um, um, you know, raising his daughter, helping to raise his daughter. That was a really painful thing for him and it took him years to get over it because it was his child's mother that had accused him of that. And this was without any, this was without any evidence. But there's just a question, um, not really to interrupt, but do do people still think that 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 he did that? Because you you you, so, you uh, is, mentioned that it was untrue. So everyone know if like there are people yeah, who are still out there saying that yo this man do this. But I mean I can't tell you that no because we talking like I am I personally talking twenty. Years ago, because that that daughter is a grown woman now. Hmm. But we talking we talking like 15, 16, 17 years ago. Hmm. But hmm. um, yeah. So I can't say that people are still seeing it. But at that time, obviously, I was the wrong. So I would know that at that time, it was a it was a it was a talk, and it was a very difficult thing for him to deal with. You know. So, and that was because him and his mother were going through some, a lot of trials. So, you know, but anyhow, without getting into any further detail, I just, my point being is that I, I know that it, as, as Chad pointed out, it is not as clear cut and as simple. Like I said, false accusation itself is clear cut. If you do that shit, you're doing foolishness and you should be punished for it. And that, that's the part that needs to, to be solidified in the law in the law faculties because that, that's where it really needs to be dealt with but the court of public opinion yeah. as a man that, that, yeah. that's, it is that's never in your favor it's never in your but um there's a bit of legal advice you could you could um you could sue for defamation so you could trade out rope yeah, defamation is 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 one rope, but of course you got to prove damages. But in most cases, it's easy to prove damages because people lose their jobs, or what have you. But in terms of reputation, a damage to your reputation, that ain't really quantifiable in terms of trying to determine that you actually have some sort of damage. Well, we we have to say, um, Darian, man. You know, this is a very touchy subject, as um, the guys would have alluded to. Um, I think one thing it's such a tricky thing to balance because mm-hmm. obviously you don't want if someone is ripped, you don't want them to be in a position of where they're afraid to come forward to notify the authorities that um, that the incident unfortunately has occurred. But also, it, it's it seems so easy to damage. Uh, uh, a man's reputation. And as my grandmother always say, the one thing is that you can always carry a, is your reputation. So, I mean, it, it, it's, it's tough because I, I, know, I know a friend of mine who has been accused of that on this 
the end, it was tough for him. Like he didn't even want to talk to women anymore. It was that bad. So it's also, you can see the damage it has on society at large because, you know, there's some dudes that will go on now and they don't know how to function in society anymore. Some men will try to hate, to hate women, which is something that I don't want to see happen, but it can happen. And also, as men, sometimes I think we're also very harsh on each other. So let's say a dude is uh, accused and he turns out to be false. We have men who go around spreading that, you know, that the guy is a rapist or something, which is something that I find rather strange. I think as a dude, you would kind of understand the position that he was in and you'll be, uh, be a bit sympathetic. But uh, unfortunately, that doesn't happen. So uh, it's one that I think is very, very tricky because as I said earlier, you know, you still want the ability for a victim to come forward. You don't want a victim to feel, well, hey, if I come forward, no. I could be facing, I don't know how many years in jail mm. for not speaking up or there wasn't enough evidence or whatever. But at the same time, I do honestly wholeheartedly believe that if someone tries to destroy your character for whatever reason, that a punishment needs to be carried out. I know you said about suing for defamation of character, but then again, you might have spent so much money trying to clear your name of the re- accusation in the first place that you might not have enough funds to death push forward the, the loss for defamation. You know, some people are just so relieved that it's over that they don't have to go to jail that they wouldn't pursue yeah. uh, going return to the law court. It could be so traumatic that they don't want to go back. So uh, I don't know if it could be a process of where it's automatically uh, tried that the court would have, if the evidence comes true, is provided that is deemed false, that the court might well take it up. I don't know if as a lawyer, that you could tell me if that is possible to happen, but it's something that I think should be looked into. As long as it's clear evidence, I think it's something that should be looked upon because you don't want to encourage persons for whatever reason to destroy a character because money, as um, Zian said, the lady was going through troubles with the man and, and his daughter. So, she, you know, she might want to get the dude the picture. True. So, in that, in that case, I think something should have been done in that instance, but I, I don't know. I, I think is I don't know how you would legally balance having people feel comfortable to come forward and also if deemed false, a fear punishment to be handed out. Yeah, man. Um, honestly, there, there, there are several um, ideas that are being floated about. One of them being some sort of um, criminal punishment for people who came forward and and light, but um, the there is a, it, it is a fine line that we're walking in terms of dealing with false rape accusations, and I think that's what you just pointed out, um, Darian, which is which is um, kind of is 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 a fine line, and and it's really is is easy to veer to one side or the other, and. How are you gonna if you if you're punishing somebody, the thing about it is that you have to prove you have to prove this here in the court beyond reasonable doubt. It isn't a case where like it's a civil case where you have to prove it beyond a, a balance of probabilities. I think that's that's the term that is used for the criminal court here in the Caribbean and in the UK, but is is like a 50-50 thing. For for um civil court, it is totally different. For criminal court, is is beyond our reasonable doubt. So, 
it could be a case where you just did not have the required evidence to prove that this person had raped you. And in some cases, you in some cases it's hard to um to bring that evidence up. So it is a fine line that you're walking. But in I honestly, honestly, and, and this is what you said, I, I, I can't think of anything. Like I really do want. I, I really do want women who are raped to be able to come forward and say, hey, this person do X and Y and Z to me. Because there are some people who are actually raped by a co-worker. There are some people who, who are raped by somebody in their church or somebody around their family that if they don't say anything, they're going to have to live uh, either the rest of their life or some extended period of time with that person in their space. And they, every time they see that person, they're going to relive that trauma. So you, you, you want to balance, you want to balance out with the fact that, oh, this body ain't give me a promotion or I see, I see uh, this fella named Robert and I know that I could get into that managerial position. So I say that Robert interfered with me so that Robert could get fired. So, to, to me is a is 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 a fine line and I can't think of anything. I don't know if you guys could think of anything, but I definitely can't think of anything. All all they know that uh, all that's on my mind is that false rape accusations are, are horrible. But one of the things that Zane would have picked on is that the whole um presumption of guilt. And the, the, the thing about about that is that uh here's the thing and this is not to get too technical. But everybody, everybody is, to me, is, is a basic right, a basic constitutional right, not just in the U.S., but in the Caribbean as well, for you to have due process. Without due process, it comes down to your character. And it is, is usually the perfect example of this is the Brett Kavanaugh situation. If you look at the Brett Kavanaugh situation, he was accused of rape. He was accused of rape by a woman that could not remember where she got raped, cannot remember the time that she got raped. There was nobody else. She claimed that she was raped at a party. And the party that she don't know the location of this party, but she claimed that she was raped at a party. And she can't tell you. Everybody else who was there at the party said that they never saw her at the party. They don't really know her that well. They can't remember her in any of the places that they say that she was at. All of this here. So already that sounds sketchy. And they, they went after this man on the basis of an accusation. And after that, because there was no due process, they went after his character. So it wasn't a case where, where people were concerned whether he did it or whether, or whether he didn't do it. People were concerned with whether he looked like if he do it. And it was it came mm -hmm. down to, to people saying, yo, fam, listen, uh he, he used to he used to play drinking games. So if he used to play drinking games, I mean that he used to drug women. And uh, they connected all of these dots. When in reality, there are people who are out there who are absolutely horrible that ain't ever raped nobody or ain't ever lay a hand on anybody. And there are people out there who are the, some of the nicest persons in the world and do all sorts of foolishness to people. Ted Bundy was nice, you know. 
I don't know if any if any of y'all watch the documentaries on Ted Bundy, but people say that Ted Bundy was a real nice fella. But at the end, he did, they didn't even they couldn't even believe that he was about the place killing people. That's how nice that's how nice Ted Bundy was. Nothing odd about yeah, it. But yeah, you gotta expect that. You gotta expect that people who are serial murderers or serial rapists or serial anything, you have to be charismatic. Because if you stick out like a sore thumb, then the first body that they're going to point the finger at, at it possibly being is you. So you have to be a person that is, is um, inviting, that is warm, that, is, that knows his or her way around people, how to you, get you what he wants, that sort of thing. You would be surprised. But you know, if you, you watch you know, Mind Hunters, you will see. I don't know if you guys watch Mind Hunter, but some of those those were based on actual nah, tapes, yeah. were actual interviews with actual serial killers. And some of these guys were creepy uh-huh. as hell. Some of them would well, you sit down might, and talk but, to them, and they will be glad to tell you about uh-huh. this body that them chop off them head and blah blah blah. Right, but what so, I'm saying to you is. People like that have to be strategic. They have to be patient. That's yeah. why that they can sit down now and talk about it because they they want to express the the feelings that they have with their conquests over the time that they were free doing what they wanted to do. But they're caught now. So all they have to do is, is express this five, 15 minutes of fame. So... So I believe that even though a person can openly say, yeah, I, I like to cut open my victims and tackle this part of the stomach or whatever. Yes, that's gross. Yeah, that's gruesome. But at the point in time, he's not walking around looking like a freak in, in, in open society. That's what I mean. No, no, no. So, yeah, I, I right. so, yeah. Yeah, but it, it, it comes but yeah, down. back to the... the... Yo. You remember Cuomo was the greatest thing happening during um COVID during quarantine uh during, during the COVID COVID epidemic in VR. He was they don't want to run for president or anything. After he killed so all them people, so, yeah. huh? After he killed all of those people, yeah, Alleg- well, yeah. allegedly. He shit that, all of them back no, to the no, no, to the nursing homes and thing. I know all them that yeah, but allegedly. Yeah, yeah. allegedly. yeah but then so he was the he was the devil, then he was the savior, and then when he decided for him to be the devil again, great accusations suddenly. And that, and they know that that is a way to get any man off his throne. Any position you, you want to get a man off his position, that is what you do. Uh, and there's a long list of names that we could call. Of guys who I and it's hard because you don't know what is true. But anyway, you got a man, 20, 23 women coming on and saying that this thing happened. On one hand, as what well, people tell a thousand Frenchmen can be wrong, except that sometimes it'd be a thousand Frenchmen because somebody hired a thousand Frenchmen. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. Because you, you mean a, a man is, you tell me that a man, you have to tell me that a man raped one. Okay, let me leave it last situation. Nope, you're telling me 18 others, 20 others, 25 others. <laughs> but even with the Kavanaugh mm-hmm. situation, and, and I want to, I want to hear what I to think about this one because I thought that this this accusation was was ridiculous. 
This but woman did he get Florida No, this ain't this Brett Kavanaugh was a, a, a nominee for the Supreme Court. Oh, yeah, you know, you know, right? Yeah, this uh, I don't know if you guys were who were following, but there was an accusation that was that was um leveled by a woman named Julie Swetnick. Like the name Julie Swetnick just sounds like ridiculous on your whole to me. That just sounds slimy to me on your whole. That's like a mecca name. That, that's only like a mecca name for some, somebody that just slimy and just like just just you know, that's, like, that's only like me at 13 and try to write a novel and try to make the character sound cool. Yeah. So basically she come up, she come forward with this with this accusation. I want to hear what one of the men say after this, after he said she claimed that she was also at the parties that Brett Kavanaugh and his friends used to be at and drug women, right? She said that she knew that he or his friends used to put drugs in the punch. She then said, I kid you not, after going to, uh, to more than one of these parties, after knowing that they put drugs in the punch, she drink the punch, she get drug and she get rid. No, I won't hear one of the men go out here say about that accusation. Uh, I mean, it's not harsh, but what way do you drink the punch? But that's the first thing I kind of went, I know I was in and Chad got say about that one, but that was one oh, of the accusations that, that was level at Brett Kavanaugh, and people was believing it. You know, again, it's a sensitive time and social. I keep saying, listen, I, the, the older I get, the more I pay attention, the more I realize how much media does control the mind of the entire set. Your media is great, great denominator. You're a These Everybody just follow what media portrays. That's so and true. in that case, even though same may not make sense, if you show 20 million people something, even if 19 million people get it and understand, uh, a 1 million don't. And 1 million is more than enough to make a lot of noise. I think our is a cesspool too, you know, so. You, you understand? So like, <laughs> I, you know what? But you know what? Cardi B openly said that she used to drug niggas <laughs> and keep the money. So yeah, but she's not a threat. That's 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 where you gonna that's where you gonna recognize. But what what I wanted to say based on what the asked uh, of us, it comes back down to what I said initially. The reality is, men are already under attack. They're already under siege, and the fact that anything that is levied against you is considered quite possible, quite probable, highly probable as a matter of fact. And even yeah. when you and even when you prove that this is not true, it stays with you. So, so the fact that that is happening is one thing. Then when it gets on social media with shit though, no? that means now that somebody that in Zimbabwe got an opinion of you that is actually not true. You, you, you get what he's saying. So social media don't do us men no favors. But you know, you know, like this time, and it always come back to this men. Maybe as maybe no matter what topic we choose, as you say, we are under attack. And whenever women hear us talking in this manner, then this 
scoff the face and shoots them up because in their minds we and are. What about we? What about we? That's what it's always be. But in their right, in their minds, we that's, are. That's narcissism, or, you know. That's like. Listen, but we are the oppressor, oppressors in their mind. They've been taught, they have been taught that we are the oppressors. So yeah. in their mind, anything you know, anything the favorite say, word, the favorite P word, man. That shall not yeah, be said. Yeah, you know, the love we for that. The love we for that. Sure. All right, into my motion. But you know, you got you. You find yourself in these find ourselves with these topics. Is come back like you will hear women say that men if men can talk about their issues, but not in response to women talking about theirs. And I I understand that to an extent, but then at the same time, so you mean I should just wait until you stop talking about your stuff for me to talk about my stuff? And, when and, it's and you that, see. You know, we you both see what you're saying, big man. Our points across. We both you, just. You want see to what you're saying? That. Yeah. You see what it is that you're saying? I want. I want one to recognize something right here, right now. No matter what topic we have had over the past couple of weeks, when I ever find that, if even if any of us um, disagreed with what somebody else said, has anybody in here felt disrespected? Has anybody in here felt? Or oh, well, my opinion don't matter. Has anybody felt like if I, their their opinion was infringed upon, even yes. when we talk, yes, and they get it. please be quiet. It. Right, but even even when we doing it, I know you joking there, but I being serious. Like for me, like I find that we don't talk over one another. I find that we respect one another, um, points of views, positions, whatever, and that's something that that is important. Because you find yet again with these professional victims that whenever you have to mention about something, there's always clapback, there's always resistance, there's always so what about me? What about me? What about me? And that is so tiring. I don't know about one but anybody that has got that mentality, I don't want to speak to them. It's literally take everything out of me to talk with somebody who just constantly in that victim mode. Like, oh, I just know you just know how your your piece to, to say. I say I listen, I listen attentively. I give you my feedback. Then all of a sudden you button over what you're saying. You ain't giving me my chance to 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 relay what it is that I want to say. You defending, you dismissive. Use all these is is like. But I think want to know where you're going with this. Want to know who does portray that behavior? Chad, there's a big issue. You know, one of the bigger issues we're having with that is because we we right now are using social media, I would call it, in the right manner, which is we are not in person right now. However, we're having a, a, a present virtual conversation, uh-huh. meaning that you are not waiting on me to type. I am waiting on you to type. It does oh. not involve a hundred other people giving their input or quoting what you're about to say and adding their commentary. Like, we are having a digital conversation where we are both present and giving our views and able to expand on our views, etc. And you can hear the tone of my voice, I can hear the tone of yours. Uh-huh. That is the issue. Which is a very vital part of communication. Younger folks don't like phone conversations. They're not interested in talking. They they prefer to type everything. And I have long dis- discovered 
I see every day inflammatory posts between men and women every day, every day. I, I be on Twitter a lot and I see it all the time. It's constant war. And the reason there's constant war is because nobody actually wants to stop and have a conversation about what we are, what we are talking about. You know, everybody wants to have a response and that, that is it. Nobody's learning, nobody's listening or paying attention to learn or to understand. Everybody literally is looking for a chance to have a gotcha moment. That's yeah. what everybody does. So there's no actual progress. So if a man says something that the women don't like on Twitter, this is what happens. The landslide comes. And every woman that agrees has her two saints. Blah, 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 blah. But and it just but, goes on with that. <laughs> but but another, another thing, and, and, and it's something that child would have alluded to, but... but it, it, it stuck with me is you, you got to be careful with who you have a conversation with. Oh yeah, uh, people uh, people that you have uh, people that you include into your spaces. Even this podcast here, like of course we are going to. And I guess this is a plug for the late, for the episode that we're going to be doing later down in the month. But the conversation about rape. But like, even though I reach out to people, I didn't want the ultra feminist on the podcast because at the end of the day, I remember a friend telling me about that. Oh my, you need to have on. Um, I think um, Mandy Cummins is the name that, that he mentioned. If you guys, you probably interacted or passed across Mandy Cummins before. But Barbie I don't think I have. I don't think I have. Uh, is she Barbie Dainty? Uh, yes, he's a Barbie and She's one of them. Or, or another girl, man. I can't remember who she named, but um, that went, went foundation with me. That, that is one of the ultra. But you know how the ultra feminists operate. I, I call it the ultra feminist. These people ain't interested in using your platform for you to come true. I have a they they they're thinking of your platform as a as a space for you to exchange it, ideas with them. Is a is a case where they're coming onto right. your platform to talk down to you to tell you how you need to operate. And I am well, dog. Let me like, tell you this here plainly. Let me tell you this plainly. I have no problem having discourse with anybody from any walk life with any sort of point of view. But you see, from the time that is a situation that you are trying to learn from me, you trying to educate me, but you don't have it. You don't have the capacity to tell yourself, well, I could possibly learn something from this guy because he may have a, a separate and distinct point of view that we could learn from each other and move away with better understanding of each other and people as a whole. I don't want no part of that conversation, dog. At my age. I ain't interested in pussyfooting around nothing with nobody who is detrimental to anything that is a sanction-based murder. You understand me? I ain't working with nothing so. So, yeah. so if it is that these people want to come through and have a conversation, by all means, the, the platform is here. The, the opportunity is here. But for me, we, we, will, go, we will go a bit like Kevin Samuel. So let's don't talk over me. Exactly. Don't and- talk over me. あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ
because everybody entitled to an opinion now. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, brother, you it, tell it somebody was... something, you go back it up. You call it somebody, a... oh boy, use a bullet. Big man is a fight, dog. It's a fight. And if you can't fight, you're gonna get your ass cut. And then next two days from there, you're back with the man pitching marbles. That's how we used to operate. But now everybody's mouth is open, it is free to run, and fingers. they don't got no consequences. Fingers, fingers, got, fingers. Right, right, fingers or whatever. And there are no consequences to nothing that is said verbally anymore. That's the line that we going down. But, but, but Chad, right, is it that it's verbally or is that it's, you're protected behind a screen so you can say whatever yeah. you want. That, that, I can't that's, that's you. I can't slap mean. you. So that, I'm going to say what whatever you want. I want. What can you do me? Nothing. Take you ever see the, the, the line. This is, you know, the new young girls. Uh, Slogan of when ever discussing anything to do with male, female. This is um, not me. No, 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 no. Debate your mother. What? <laughs> Did you never hear that before? Nah, yeah, honestly, I ask you, you're going to ask a social kind of social media. I saw it on Twitter once or twice, but I didn't see it. Yeah, uh, I didn't see it late, but I don't be on Twitter enough. Right. So it's, it's basically used as a, a trope at the end of it. So let me say they want to talk about something that they believe to be obvious, you know. So it is not debatable. That's their way of saying that this is not a debatable topic. So the, so the, you had the debate in matter. Now, I would not bother to, I, like I said, just a chat. I just have a conversation with anybody. And if it's one thing, it's simple. Maybe if you call me a massage, if you call me anything, you can call me a freak if you call me. It don't matter. But I will have a conversation with almost anybody. And I ain't gonna get angry. I ain't gonna be me cussing you. Stink. <laughs> no, no, no foolishness like that. I ain't gonna be me trying to slide you. I ain't gonna try to be in a snark commentary. No, I ain't gonna just try to have a conversation. And eventually somebody will stop or whatever. Now, the problem I just have is that a lot of these younger folks, especially, have these views that they are holding on to so strongly that they cannot be moved and they're not interested in learning. As you said, they're not interested in debating. So the answer is debating matter. When, so, so even if I was interested in trying to have a conversation, I, when I see that, you know what? Let me let you know. Personally, as you said, T, when it comes to talking to certain people, you choose who you want to talk to. I don't have a problem talking to anybody, but I want there, question. Are some, there are some people that I just see just be a little too quick with their fingers, be a little too quick with the mouth, and everything has come off and F this and see you and die and blah, blah. It always seems to be the extreme versions of a response. I see them and left them. Yeah, go, go, go ahead, Darius. Yeah, I, I want to ask a question to both. Hold on. Hold on. I want to ask a question to both Chad and Zane, I think, because they're older than I am. D- d- since you're older, I want to ask a question. What has you, what will lead you to think that we've seen this change with where people, they have families' opinions and they're not willing to change them? What, 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 what you think caused that? As you're a bit older than I am, I want to answer guys, what you, what you think caused that change from back in the day where I could have an opinion, but if Chad can say, yo, Barlett, you think it's A, but it's actually B, and Chad bracket down to me, I'll be like, my child, you right. So we're no I can tell Chad is here. He can't. He can't. Chad, you want this first, or what you want to? That one. Either, either, either body can answer first. I, it I, don't matter uh, to me, man. I, I, I want. I want to hear one of my opinion. I, I, think very much that it is to do with the ideological timing of the of the of the way of things have have been 
taught for the last mm-hmm. 40 years, 40, mm-hmm. 40 odd years. You have an entire, every person now has their own idea, their own ideological group now. So there was a time where you would not have known what um, Sierra in Sicily thought. That, mm-hmm. that would not have been in your view. But no, it is. No, no, you have a club. Everybody has their own exclusive club that they can go to with people who think just like they do. Mm. So there's this serious epidemic of groupthink. Uh, any person who opposes that or tugs at that is automatically the enemy and must be sterilized. And that is and that is that is the, the big one of the big issues we have. If you really want any of this, then this has a lot to do with. I, I think this is a big conversation. This is the breakdown of the, of the family. This is women moving out into the working world. This is a social media era. And what people people keep downplaying the importance of social media, but never in human history have we had this social media ever. And social media is the big game changer. Yeah, is the is the progress is the is the widespread reach of people and the fact that my opinion could go further than my district rather than you know once upon a time it was the 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 people that I interact with on a daily basis those were the only people that I could touch in a sense so yeah go look at it from the the perspective that progress sometimes is bring a, a regressive mindset or behavior look at it like this too if 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 you're a food business right T yeah. And you selling you selling only chicken and, and lamb. You think somebody could come and ask you about fish or or beef or anything? So the problem is that they got too much choices nowadays. They got too many opportunities that the men taking the right advantage of but, but is coming to a core before value. You, before uh-huh. before you before you go on there, something that, that that you said that just stick with me. Like you you, you was talking about um People opinion not going outside of their neighborhood or outside of their district. You know, in order for my idea to get outside of my neighborhood or outside of my district, it got to be a decent idea. I got to persuade the people I inside my district. Work. I got to persuade the people that that inside my district that my idea is a good idea. Mm. And mm. we ain't got to do that for Twitter That's and Facebook no more. Yeah. We, we, we just got to put it up on there and then people that like it, they like it and who don't like it, don't like it. But well, either left it or they're gonna negatively comment. Yeah, exactly. I ain't, I ain't got like this is let's say a child Kwame and Zen Darian does we community. Uh, I come up with an idea. I gotta get past one of first, but no, I ain't even gotta consider one. I just gotta put it upon, upon my Facebook or upon my Instagram or upon my Twitter. Uh, other people that like it gonna be like, yeah, man, that's a good yep. idea. Checks and balances. That's how we are socialized. That's how we are. That's how we figure out. If but, we're assholes or not. <laughs> yeah. But but one thing but but to Daria question. Um I know I, I, I know that 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 is a young youth in this in, in this in, in this whole conversation. But what I would say is that I like to hear conservatives. I know people that listen to conservatives because people like to write them off. I just listen to both sides. I just listen to my Ben Shapiro in the same way that I just listen to the other more liberal podcasts are uh, blocked and reported and them sort of podcasts. But at the end mm-hmm. of the day, like I sit down and then listen to these men grapple with, the, with, with these issues. And they were talking around the time of the whole Derek Chauvin um, ruling. And they said that, that for conservatives, 
their community was was church. If you get what I mean, they go church on a Sunday, or for some of them there was the Jews, so they would go. Um, I can't remember what Jews do, but they would go mass uh, or synagogue. whatever. Yeah, they, yeah, they would go to synagogue. synagogue. They, they would go to synagogue, and that's their community. What has happened is that there's this movement. There's been a, a mass exodus, especially for for my generation, against religion. But the thing about religion is that the community that religion provided, people are finding other avenues for that sort of community. At one point, it was TED Talks. I don't know if you guys ever sit down and watch a TED Talk, but you don't realize a TED Talk was similar one to church. Oh, pardon? One or two. One or two of them. Yeah. If you sit down and TED watch Talks, it. meaning TED Talks. Yeah. If you watch TED Talks, you will realize it's kind of like a church with a pastor preaching. Like the people there and they're sitting down and they're listening and they're taking it and, and it's similar to a pastor preaching. I'm not saying that is the same sort of thing where people go every Sunday to go receive the holy word, but it provides that level of community that was lacking for individuals that no longer cared cared to go to church any anymore or did not but agree with the message in his church. But but what one thing that they said on that po- on 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 that um, podcast is that Twitter no has become their community. Twitter is like church for, 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 for liberals and left-leaning individuals. I mean, you really sit down and think about it. What we used to do at oh, church? Yeah, you, used to go, you used to go to church. You used to go to Sunday school. You used to interact with people, uh, interact with like-minded people. Now, how else do you interact with like-minded people outside of social media, especially in this day and age? Like, it's difficult to interact. You don't know... I may go to, I may go across the effect, but I don't, I may party with somebody else, but I know if that person got the same sort of ideology that I have. That man yeah. may be, that man may be homophobic and I may not, but we partying together and we, and we having a good time. So to me, Twitter yeah. has, has replaced that, it has replaced that church vibe, that, that church community that, that people once had. And does we running from every institution? We running from all the institutions. Anything that feels and looks and smells like an institution, we are running from. And that's marriage, that's church, that's government. It doesn't matter. We are just running from them all in the name of freedom, or at least a supposed freedom. You know, the idea of a free society and. Nobody has to live by any particular set of rules. And the problem with the problem with this entire, I would say the entire, not just the younger generation, but politics, um, media, all of it, all of them got the same problem. Throwing the baby out with the bathwater. That's that's the listen, you could you could literally go to any space and the problem is the same. People mm. either want to go far left. Are the one go far away, but nobody wants to just thrash out what we can thrash out and come somewhere in the middle, even if it's the middle left, even if it's the middle right. But it is never that's the issue. Every every issue we have in society right now is people wanting to throw the baby out with the bath water. But uh, another thing, extreme... uh, uh, another thing that I want to add, um. What I've realized, and I, I think this is bringing up a little bit of, of, about mental illness as well, 
But I realize that certain behaviors that are completely unacceptable. And this game back to the false rape accusation as well. To accuse somebody of something. Right? To accuse somebody of something that they ain't do. You know that they ain't do it. That's tech that's somebody that's sick in the head, you know. Nobody in their right mind would accuse somebody of doing something that they ain't do, knowing that it can ruin their life. I may accuse somebody of something that they ain't do as a joke. So, for example, mm-hmm. I may say that one of the men start at all the fans, but that's a joke. Right. Ain't nothing that right. coming from out of that is, is just it's just about gas. But to do that mm-hmm. is like to me, that's 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 to me that's a sickness, and it, it comes back to some of the other things that were said as well. People talked about let me um, share. Uh-huh. Uh, Go ahead, dog. Yeah, pe- people talked about um oh gosh, it's it's slipping me, but there, there are so many things <laughs> that, that, that people people talk about and they realize, ah, yeah, people talked about the whole concept of people saying, oh man, what are you talking about? Well, you taking this away from me and you taking that away from me when you talk about your issues. But that's narcissism. It is. If, if you can't Because everything no, is about you. If, exactly. If, if me expressing my hurt or my trauma or whatever it is, is taken away the spotlight from you, there's something wrong with you. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Something is wrong with you. That's a fact. Ain't got nothing to do with me. That's a fact. A lot of professional victims, Twitter. dog. Exactly. A lot of people just be on Twitter. I see men talking about like they had a man that was getting beat up by a woman, and a man talking about it and saying, "Man, this is, we we need to talk about that." And a woman in the comments talking about man, but men, but but women that's got through um abuse too, and we need to talk about that. But is a man that getting beat in the video though? Nobody is studying women and whether they get mm. beat or not. It's a man that get beat. So to me... And it is already an issue that exists. It is exactly. addressed. It is constantly addressed. Every single So you don't day. need... You know the same way, the same way how, how women say that, oh, um, I don't understand why giving women props has made me feel so weakened. But so so why is it that when we're talking about men's issues that we got to bring up women in it? Exactly. Why? Exactly. So we'll go for the goose and go for the gander then. But, but what I would say, and, and to me, this may be psychoanalyzing, right? But I realize that people externalize certain negative behaviors through ideology. And what I mean by that is that certain behavior that will be completely unacceptable, like that certain narcissist behavior. Now, if I was saying that about something else in my life, for example, or a woman was saying something else about that, people would say, but listen, T, you got ease up, though. You don't realize that you being a little bit narcissistic or you being a little bit self-centered. But if I put that under the guise of feminism, no. Oh, man. Man, I understand what T getting through, man. We really need to bring we need, need to bring attention to that. No, it's narcissistic behavior. And we got to call it out no matter what ideology it attached to. And that's just how we see it. So even with the false rape accusations, at the end of the day, yes, we have an issue with individuals coming out and speaking up about the issues that they experience. But... Let, me, let me share something with you, T. Yeah, go well, ahead. I guess it's sharing with everybody. Uh, you know, I like to bring something personal to the men uh, whenever I can. And there was a time that on Instagram, I think T knows me to the point that I, I, I is a comical fella. I, I jovial in nature. I don't really like I keep saying don't deal with the negativity. I like jokes and I like uplifting. <clears throat> so 
there was there was one video that I posted on Instagram uh, a time, and I put my usual spin on it, put my own little caption and everything, um, and then I got a DM from a person that I don't know personally, because this person is not my friend. This person is an acquaintance. I met her through someone, right? And this would have been the first time that we would have ever, that a DM was ever sent to me. And the person said to me, oh, do you know that this joke is rather rapey? So, you know, I take off my glasses, I stretch my shoulders, and I start flexing my fingers because I had time. And I said, I got met time for this situation because I don't take these sort of accusations lightly. And this also leans to what it is that I said initially, the fact that people know that there is a platform or a stage right now for women to feel even safer, to say things without regret or consequence. Yet again, you don't know me. You don't know the way that I do my comedy because you don't know me. And I am not a person that I feel the need to prove myself to anybody. So I didn't go down the line that, oh, well, I'm a father of a daughter, so I will not do this. I wasn't in the mood to say, oh, it is not that I give an explanation because you know that's mansplaining. Another fucking word that I absolutely hate to hear and I don't acknowledge and I tell the straight. I look, I curse people quick for that day because I absolutely hate the fuckery dog. I think you hear me cursing though because you understand how this has hit me and how it's hurt me because I don't curse like that on this podcast. But let me tell you this. I, I, I roll up my sleeves, as I said, and I flex my fingers because I had time. And I told her, where do you get off coming into my DM? A person that does not know me, you have not interacted with me, you don't understand who I am, and you feel safe to accuse me of something like that. And we had a back and forth. Um, like I, I had to walk away sometimes from it because I know that another side of me know I would have sent voice notes and start to get hyped and that sort of thing. But ultimately, right, this is, this is the point that I am making. There are people of the, of the other gender who feel absolutely safe in their views and their opinions, and they do not have to bear the consequences of actions or words. Because right now, the climate supports the fact that, oh, we were disenfranchised for X amount of time. So for all, for, for all intents and purposes, it means that when I go show, when I ask right now, it means that everything that is done goes without any sort of detriment or consequence behind it. And I'm absolutely against it. I'm absolutely against it. Because when you get power, you got to get responsibility. You understand me? And the fact that you feel safe to come to somebody that you do not know and just say something like that, what I, what, I, I can't put them past you. It means that if I probably look at you a certain way and you determine that I'm looking at you in a, in a derogatory, a derogative way, sorry, or, or you yeah, objective fan or whatever they call it. You, you could, you could put, you could put, you could put me in trouble though. And I got a real problem with these sort of people. 
you know, you know, it's funny that you said so because only yesterday I saw some some things that were said about men, and I thought to myself, yo, we really being said, we really being portrayed as sexual threats and violent threats constantly, and I don't think that a lot of women understand the danger in that. I mean, it could be as a black man, I can't talk with anybody else. No, don't get me wrong. And again, this is the problem you have is that once you speak against something or not even necessarily, if you offer any type of opinion, they assume naturally that you are completely against their stance and that there is no, there's no middle ground. It's always extreme one way or the other. No, we are constantly portrayed as that. I've heard women talking about not being able to interact, being constantly afraid to interact with men. And I think to myself, one, if that's really the scale of things, if that's a terrible thing. But two, how oh, is that? Right. So I was saying that. Yeah, said they were talking yeah. about being in constant, constant fear of men. And I thought to myself, this is this is being said out and put out into the media, into the world to be absorbed by other women. And we just other women are seeing this and absorbing it and thinking to themselves, yeah, we got to live in fear of these men. And I found, I, I found it to be disturbing. And, not, and it's not to suggest that there are not men that are are creepy and there's two things that they're supposed to do. We acknowledge that. I'm not talking, I'm not, not saying that those things are, it's like always acknowledge where women feel some type of unease, where men may put them in, in a position where they feel uncomfortable or something. And that can definitely happen, though. I think a lot of it happens because men don't necessarily be thinking about mm. making a woman feel uncomfortable. Men are just going after the price. The price being the number or, you know, you know, whatever he's trying to, to, to get, if he's talking to a girl, whatever he might be pursuing, she might see she's going to cruise and one girl thought she, you yeah. know, I my isn't necessarily aware of of a person's fear, which is hard to be aware of, but, you know, in a way, like, you could try to tell men that, yeah, you know, that's that's the case, but that's a difficulty. I think that a lot of men just do it on without realizing, you know, did, that a woman may feel a way about you asking for her. And like, but the idea of that, even the, the idea of if a woman, if you ask a woman if she number, she give a wrong number. Because she's in fear that you may react in a way that is violent or whatever. And I, but when they, and when they replay that, it's not to suggest that, that that's not possible at all. But then I think to myself, but you really living, is that really how you live? In a real way, you, you're trying to tell me that in Barbados, you live in a, such a state that if you, if a man should be number, you can tell you a lie or whatever. Which is funny, like, to get you off your back, however, that's fine. But you honestly telling that you are in fear of losing your life or getting beaten or having something like, like crazy adverse reaction, I think. Like, no, I mean, again, so it could be out of order. But in my mind, I'm thinking, how many interactions with men do women have plenty throughout their lives? Yeah. And is it really, really statistically, you could really say that, that you are, you could live in that amount of fear where men are all around you all the time. Men, and nobody don't be rejected more than men. Men know about rejection. Yeah. And then, That's a rite of passage, dog. <laughs> but but, 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 but what's half me as well is that a, a, a lot of these women is we 
pushing this thing that they ever so fearful and all of that. Yeah, but they were gladly like, they were gladly reject a man publicly a humiliating man for just saying, hey, you know, I don't know if y'all remember um uh, I try to remember that ignorant one that cuss out that cuss out the 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 16 year old girl the other day and come back and say it was fake. I can't remember who she named man. Um that does that does teach mass and thing. Besides that, you mean I'm posting your WhatsApp conversation and mm. yeah, but, but she she but but she she put out a map on blast dog. I cannot remember who she named though. If I remember, I don't know where the name slipping because she near always on on my mind. But when, when, when I can see what she looked like, no. Sherry yeah, Sherry Ann, Sherry yeah, Ann Norris. Norris. Yeah. Uh-uh. But I remember she said that uh, this fella come and and say good morning, dog. And uh, ask her about something or the other. And she said, and the woman got so by and said, you went a late trip for walking pictures for all for my Instagram. And because you look what uh, for them. Uh, but that's what oh, but because he liked the provocative pictures and then he said good morning, she know what he was about. So she put he on blast and said that he disrespectful. And other women in the comments saying, Yes, that's how he's gonna treat them. <laughs> and, and, and then he is so lost. The man just said good morning. Like, right, yeah, like he's having a disrespect but, that, but I think that you not to mention said, you yeah, that, but he's a deserted dragon. Not to mention you post the provocative pictures to be like, so I mean, correct. But you know, think, no, it's gonna be the thing, these same men, right? That will say that men don't approach them. Oh, oh am I gonna approach you now if you can get blasted for saying good morning or something? No, rejection is wanting, but to me, I don't think that the way how some of these women behave and react is, is fair. Me, I, I, I don't think it's fair like you you just like yo this man come to you and you gonna treat he like a second class citizen you gonna ball he out all sorts of different things just yeah. saying no and keep it moving yeah. and if he and yeah. if he continue to pursue you with like nonsense behavior then by all means then you could put the mouth on blast because he deserved to be put on blast but to me I don't think that you should be rejecting me in the way that you're rejecting man and treating her in the way that you're treating her. But I think a lot of that comes down to the fact that, and, and, and it happens. I don't know if you guys ever hear people say it before, but man, he, he, he ain't raped nobody. Well, he ain't raped nobody this time. I don't know if they ever hear that. Or man, he, he would end up raping somebody anyways. Look at his character. Look how he carrying himself. He would have raped somebody at some point. It's almost as if, right, that the, the, the whole concept, the whole nature of rape is inherent, is built into a man, and we got to fight against mm. that urge. And it's admirable for men that fighting against that urge, but eventually you're going to give up and you're going to want to interfere with a woman. To me, that's the most nonsense, dog. That's, it yeah, even comes to sense not to rape. Exactly. Which is the most, I mean, the but by virtue of being a male, you are a rapist. So even right. if somebody accuse you of rape, them still doing a good job. Even if falsely accuse you of rape, they're still doing a good job because you probably would have done it anyways. Imagine going to raise a son and that's our, that's our claim it. With people talking that stupidness. I, I, just feel, I just feel like some of the people that they say that, like, I should cuff them in the mouth. But then again, abuse inherent in men as well. So I guess I will be living up to my true nature everything, if I cuff somebody everything. in the mouth. Like every negative Everything aspect inherent in man, even abuse, dog. 
But I, I don't think that I mentioned this in the episode about abuse. But you know that there's something that you could go and Google it called the gendered approach to abuse. Well, you want to know what the gender approach is? It's, it's defining abuse as, uh, as the male being the perpetrator and the female being the victim. The male could only sure. be the perpetrator. You know that half domestic issues are consensual. When they say consensual, it means that they are both parties participate in it. But some of that is fights. That but Chris Brown thing was a that's fight. What I'm saying. A lot of people don't realize that the 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 behavior is is exchanged between two and who? Two people because you're fine. She hate he, he hate she back. She hate he, she hate he back. But there's come a day when somebody be angry than the other body and somebody's hitting body harder than that body hit. And then you find yourself in a situation nowhere or oh, I am somebody abused. But it's yeah. like, no, you were both engaging in abusive behavior. It's just that one person was more damaging this time or more destructive this time than the previous times before. Yeah. So the toxicity was there. And and but, there's another thing to bring it back to Rick that I want I want to hear your guys' opinion on like everybody on the podcast. Cause I don't know if you guys know about the Aziz Azari situation. But mm-hmm. basically. Basically, to, to, to keep long story short, he was accused of rape. But this is how it went down. Then he went, he asked this girl to come back to his apartment. They started to engage in sexual acts. And then, uh, like midway through, she get uncomfortable. Yeah, she get uncomfortable. Right. He realized that she was uncomfortable and he stopped. It was not a case where he continued. He stopped. He cut off things and that was it. My woman accused him of a rip. Like Aziz and Sarian get cancelled because of that. I don't think. But That's they accused, they accused her of a rip because she did not enjoy the sexual experience. So I want to hear what you guys going to say to that. But that, that is where it's getting very funny because Rape, that's what you remember at the beginning. I said that we got understand what rape is because rape, the, the goalpost of rape, so to speak, has moved. And I found that if a woman, if a person decides, mid, as you said, decide midway at the start, however, within themselves, that they don't want to do something, they may not have voiced it to you, they may not have even tried to stop you necessarily. They just and feeling it no more, but still continue the web case. Mm-hmm. You going along happy, go lucky, thinking that everything is hunky dory. And then at the end of it, you hear something different. I know you're gonna scratch your head, no, like so, so, so I read like, I know that you make the decision mentally that you don't want to do this no more because you don't vocalize it. No, <laughs> there was no move made to stop it from happening. Uh, uh, just, so, just, to, just, to, um, just, just to interrupt you quickly. You, you could think after you jump in with this, but you just want to jump into this. You can't revoke consent after you don't have sex here. So I just let people know, and this is for the men out here listening to this episode. Don't if a woman decide that after when a don't have sex and she and she think oh you the game was weak, so she she can hold her own rip. Uh uh-uh. uh uh uh. That is foolishness on her part. And you can't get into any trouble for that. So I, I let you know from the get-go. If somebody, if it's a case where midway, 
you no longer want to have sex, and that's absolutely fine. The person needs to vocalize that. They need to say, listen, I don't want this anymore. Or, or as a man, you say, listen, get from off of me. But at the end of the day, you need <laughs> to vocalize that. If you ain't vocalize that, then you, the person ain't know that you revoke consent. So that's, that's just how you see it. So yeah, um, continues here. Yeah, yeah, that's a, it's, that's a, that's, that's always be a funny one because even, even when it, even when it comes to approaching women, when we're talking about anything like that, the difference between you being creepy and not being creepy is just her interest in you. It's, it's, it's that simple. Point A, I could go and send you flowers and you think that that's weird shit. Child gonna send you flowers, but child is you think. So I mean, child send you the right. same flowers, ain't a problem. Correct. But me, no, I got the police at my house because I used to stalk her. So, so you, you understand? So it's yeah. a very, it is very funny. And where we are headed, where women don't, a lot of women don't understand is that where we are headed is a place they can end up like Japan and a lot of Europe where a lot of people are not getting together. They are not getting in relationships. They're not getting married because they met in one free room because they don't want to find themselves in their problems. <laughs> the women are how they are too. And I, I, I watching it happening in Barbados and you know, hey, get that by that fast and take a work for me to get there. But I watching the I watching how things going and I watching to see that young man as we just we talked about earlier, um my mom brought it up earlier about things like marriage and how those things are in steady, steady decline. And how single motherhood is in steady increase. And that those things are indications that we, how many times have we seen now in the newspapers about the birth rate? Yeah. They, they, they keep bringing up, but people don't ask. What people don't understand is that they're not asked. That's the problem we have. Because when people talk about the birth rate, people will be like, wait, how you expect me to match children in this economic time, blah, blah, blah. And they agree. But what's happening is that they don't take the time to explain why it is concerning. Uh, that that's what you just see saying about make more children, but you they, they, they don't take the time to explain to people why the birth rate is actually important and why why it's so disturbing to see it plummet anyway. It's plummeting. But there's a fundamental breakdown between how men are operating and how women are operating. No. And a lot of I hear a lot of young people saying they want their children. I, I mean yeah. I, don't get me wrong, a lot of them they can get and when they and they can catch this up in a couple of years. But the idea is there. A lot of people don't want to get pregnant. People just want to get our get uh, go to a sperm bite and get sperm running on a man. A lot of strange things happening in this society, and the men are unfortunate that this is where we come in. The men are also running away from the man. Everybody having technical difficulties tonight, boy. First call, yeah, no, Zane. That you think you can hear one real good? I I, I don't. Somebody know it's somebody good. good now. But I know they're not it. They don't know. I think you know you know they're like a dystopic novel or something like that. I, I ain't got a clue what happened in You know I think um, it happened. It happened before. It, it happened. I was doing a course and it was happening to my to my tutor that her audio was just dropping out all the time, which so I can't begin is, to understand. So you think this is a Zoom problem? It could be a Zoom problem. It could be quite possible that it is a Zoom problem. I, I hope not, but I, I don't know, man. We, we could discuss all of that after the podcast in terms of switching platforms and that sort of thing, but that, that is a discussion. Just be a bad week, so. Yeah. 
Go no, go ahead, no, no, Zan, no. and see if it's, it's better than. I, I, I feel like, I feel like I can only hope. I maybe as a maybe I as a, uh, maybe I can be a bit of an optimist, but I always think whenever we have whenever I see people butting heads, I always think you know what a conversation needs to be had. And I at the point you now where I think that men are man, I don't care if you take a panel of ten on each side, six, whatever the case. I feel like we need to have some serious discussions going forward as a society about these things that are happening within our society. What happening with the young folks? What happening with the older folks? You know, I think they just really need some men have a lot that needs to needs to be said. Women all always have have a lot to say, so you know I think that we that we need some kind of some kind of, of meeting in the middle, and I think that there's there's just too much friction and and it ain't working out. Yeah, there, there, there needs to be a space for 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 sensible and reasonable discussion. I don't think Twitter is gonna be that space because Twitter is oh, is overwhelmingly is is overwhelmingly. And they say liberal because I myself I'm a liberal and I don't even feel I feel out of place on there. Yeah, I yeah, I'm a liberal, like but people think that I'm like conservative because like I always gotta be picking up on conservative talking points. Like right, because you 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 do that because you realize that is that, that is in crisis and it, it it doesn't have its you know place anymore, so you just feel the need to defend it. And I understand that I find yeah. myself in the same position. Like, I find myself in the same but but I find myself like like false rape accusations ain't anything that I would talk about on a regular day. But like I feel the need to have to talk about false rape accusations because people don't want to do anything about it. And and to me is to me, it isn't conservative in my eyes to want to talk about false rape accusation. At the end of the day, everybody should be able to be seen equally under the eyes of the law, and it should never be the case where a man is seen as less than something, or because he is a male, so because he's a male, he must be seen as a rapist. Mm-hmm. That, that's well, you know what that is. He must be seen as a sex offender. Come on, man. From a little boy. That- Says that, and th- th- this is something um, you will hear within the the more conservative views. But one of one of the things that people people I think people like to hear these sorts of conversations, and they like to they like to claim victimhood because at the end of the day, 
when uh, you can clear victimhood, it stops you from actually like uh, uh, um, being held accountable. It stops you from holding on to responsibility for your actions. You like, yes, hear that all the time. Yes, hear it. For example, within the black community, man, he lived in the ghetto, and so he had to sell drugs. No, you did not have to sell drugs. You chose to sell drugs. And there are consequences that come along with selling drugs. At the end of the day, when you are given certain freedoms, you're going to have responsibilities that are going to come along with that. And even when you don't have certain freedoms, you're going to still have certain responsibility. So you may be in the ghetto, you may be struggling, but at the end of the day, you still have to you still have to make sensible and responsible choices, or else you're going to end up in jail, or else you're going to end up dead. So to me, a lot of women would like to claim victimhood because they do not have to take on the responsibility that, that comes along with being held accountable for certain things. At the end of the day, certain women go behave. Like, for example, you see a woman on Kevin Samuels um on, on, on his show talking about, yeah, man, um well, I have I have residual trauma from slavery, which I think is bare foolishness in my eyes. Because none of the things that are going on right now. Look, a lot of a lot of things are going on. My last one is a slave. Shut up. Come on. Like, like, like you can't you can even learn about it, but you can't ask me say for sure that my behavior is due to past trauma or whatever. You can think about it, you can theorize if you want, you can even suggest. But but you can't actually say, well, yeah, this is it for sure. That's a little difficult to do. Yeah. So, uh, uh, a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people say that man, man, I had trauma from well, this residual trauma from slavery. Well, you get hit by a whip, you get hit with a cannon. You even had a grandfather or a great grandfather that was involved in slavery that you had a conversation with. Like, what, what residual trauma from slavery you dealing with? What residual trauma? I want to hear. A lot of these people use that as as an excuse, and she was using that as an excuse to deal with. To, to, for her to for black women to treat men, black men, like the second class citizen. And at the end of the day, I can say they can say this and the same thing that 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 um Kevin Samuel said, that ain't none of my business. Whatever trauma you had, ain't none of my concern. And yeah, that's what you're you're over, over these things otherwise you're walking around in the state of fear, you're walking around in the state of trauma, and you don't march and address it, you would rather That's that's a nice way to put it. That is a nice way to put it, and I think that's a nice note to to summarize on. But I I think I think the core of it, the core of these false rape accusations and the problems that come around them, and and I will let you guys um summarize on that. But I I think the problem that comes around them is this notion that you want to believe, oh you just have to believe women. When you start by just simply believing someone then you incentivize dishonesty. 
if everything that I said, the world would have believed, like, at the end of the day, it would tell me lies. And that happened with the situation with the boy who cried wolf. But the reason why the boy cried wolf is because people believe that what he was saying was true. And he was getting a good lick for all of it. So to me, at the end of the day, each and there should be, and, and this is what it is earlier on. I wasn't thinking about a solution, but right now that right now it, 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 like it hit me, like it hit me on top of my head. At the end of the day, it's like this for me. Um, there needs to be an approach for each and every accusation or rape. It needs each person needs to have their due process. It needs to go through the court of law, and the individuals need to have to the individuals need to be treat in a certain way as in they are innocent until proven guilty and not the other way around and to me in terms of the court of public opinion people should really and it really should be emphasized that we shall wait until there's some sort of verdict before we decide to jump on and say that this body need to get fired or whatever but you can't wait until the man no start the man get accused yo teague raped this body Man, he gonna get fired, blah blah blah, and then the business get all with the business is pressure. But how you know if the person right or wrong? You just know that the person accused the person. So to me, at the end of the day, um, people should really, people should really um wait until there's some sort of verdict. And to me, more some of these businesses need to get backbone. They need to say, listen, I am standing by my employee until there is until it's proven in the court of law. That this person did X, Y, or Z. That's just how you see it. So, um, I will switch over and let and let you guys because th- those are my those are my parting words for 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 false rape accusation. But I want to hear I want to hear what what you guys have to say. All right, I'm gonna be bold and lead this off. Uh, parting words. I think as T pointed out, I think we need to improve the process judicially. I think also, as Tig alluded, you know, the company's got, got a little more backbone. I think, as you specified earlier, social media is very heavy, so people are trying to do boycotts and whatever, but let me keep it real. Half these things don't even really work. So I like to see companies more stand by the employee and issue a statement saying, look, yes, the acquisition has been made, but until so-and-so is proven guilty, he's presumed to be innocent. So I like to see that being done. Um, I also like to see uh, if the person has been found out to be, you know, lying or you know, creating a false accusation. I like to see some form of automatic punishment dished out to the person, and that's my thought on it. I let the bosses handle it from here on out. Yeah, Chad, what you gonna say? I, I again, just good with you saying, Sanjuma. As far as I'm concerned, I believe that people should be dealt with uh, accordingly if if you are alleged something mm. the law states or the or i should i won't say the law states because i'm not a lawyer and i'm not versed in the law with specifics but i do know some things and i do know that you are innocent until proven guilty so under the premise of innocence until proven guilty you should continue to go ahead and do what you have to do continue to make your livelihood and you should not be, what we just call the cancel culture right now. 
So until that time comes and you are proven guilty without a shadow of a doubt, then you should be seeing like if you was a person that got endorsement deals or you got um, other business affiliations with X, Y, or Z and it makes money for you, then I, I understand that being being taken away. That's that's only right, that's only fair. But when you are alleged and all of those things happen to you and it takes away from your livelihood, it causes another domino effect because no, you can't support yourself, you can't support your family, you go through depression, you going through something that you shouldn't have to go through because otherwise you would have been innocent, correct? So I just feel as if the, the punishment also needs to fit the crime. And then when we have uh, people who are falsely accusing others, but as I said before, personal vendettas, um, people being vindictive, flying off the handle, understanding that the system is set up in such a way to believe them overall. I think that there needs to be deterrence created for people like that so that we can have the system doing what it's supposed to or designed to do, which is to seal justice. So the imbalances need to be balanced and whatever we as men can do on our end to ensure that we stay out of that particular, um, I guess, way of life or, or issues or whatever you, our premises, whatever, we could do that. But serious dialogue needs to go into deterrence because... Yeah. We are people that we stack out. Just like you said beautifully, Teague, that you are an individual that if you that if you are believed before you even have to price check or fact check, again, the incentive is there to lie and to continually lie. So if you create deterrence for that, that follow, that aspect then you're going to get more and more people coming forward with true situations because they know I might, if I am proven wrong, I am proven incorrect, I am proven a liar, there are consequences for that action. And because there is none currently, that's why we got all of this well-cared shit happening. So for me, my, my point of view stays firm. We gotta find deterrence to, to to lessen the percentage of the lying, vindictive, personal vendetta scenarios. That's it for me. Yeah. Uh, Zin, uh, any parting words, man? Uh, not a whole lot. Um, it was good. Uh, we, we pretty much covered everything. Like I said, from earlier, it should be cut and dry. If you falsely accuse anybody, you got a horse and lash. It, it's, it's that simple. Uh, what I want to say, which I feel I should not have to say, but I want to state emphatically that myself or nobody in this group condones rape of any sort. We all share and understand and feel empathy for any person who has ever been a victim of rape. And we don't co-sign any of that nonsense. I, like I said, I don't feel that we should need to make that clear. Mm-hmm. But we are making it clear. Well, if anything, it's going to be made clear on our in our episode on the sixteenth. Cause um, yeah, yeah, we we we're gonna go into detail about it. So that's another plug for our episode on the sixteenth. It's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be a middle ground for women and men to have a conversation about this, so that we 
is about understanding. And I think that all everybody in on, on this episode, even on Kwame that's having technical difficulties, I think that that everybody understands that rate is a serious thing. And if you do, if it is a case where somebody has violated you in such a way, do not be afraid to come forward. And don't let the fact that somebody out there falsely accuse somebody to stop you from coming to stop you from coming forward. Do not allow that to be a deterrent. That's that's the truth. If you know that what you are saying is the truth, you should be able to speak it unapologetically. Because somebody, whoever did the horrible thing that they did to you, they need to be held accountable. But calling somebody Agreed. rape, you see rape, a false rape accusation it is, it is almost the, 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 the level of damage that it could lead on somebody's life because it, there's a level of permanence and I don't think people understand that there's a level of permanence that people don't get like I see on, on I don't know if you guys ever pass across on Twitter but on Twitter it happens a lot people will just go and put up a, a picture of a fella and say yo man this body named T and he raped so and so a girl how they know that that's true no my image is permanently damaged because that photo and that tweet is floating around and once you put it on the internet then they're taking it back are you going to get list exactly and people put that out there and oh, oh, Man, Coco, Coco saying this. <laughs> so, what's Coco, Coco saying it? You know it gotta be true. So all of these <laughs> things, all, all, all of these things come out, and, and once you put it out there, you could go and delete the tweet. But chances are, the, I don't know if you guys know about it, but the, there's a there's a uh, there's a, a a database that actually archives tweets. So once mm. you're once you pull a tweet out there, chances are it could be archived. People will go on well, and let, let, let me let me speak directly here now for a sec. Aside from the topic, women need to stop using the internet as as an excuse to be nasty and messy and start using it uh, in the name of supposedly letting people know are saving other people are informing this person of <laughs> this and that and third. Women, women are just being vindictive and, that, and that, dirty that's, and using that, that, it. That that's what it is. I had a whole big noise in a in a WhatsApp group must must say a year ago when I remember the post of a fella from Snapchat and I thought about how much woman noisy he is and and raping the boy or not. He just had more woman. However, the case is, you know, and like, we've never heard of that. But my point being, it's landing man, thought we must send him a picture and car number about the place and okay. Uh, and and being me and the me and one other fellow, some of the women in our WhatsApp group was arguing about it, cause we said, nah, I don't appreciate that. I don't let owners use the internet. That ain't that ain't right. And the women saying, oh, you see, what I want to call signing ignorant behavior and blah blah blah. That's saving other women from going wrong here. I said, listen, that, that is nonsense. That man can get vagina for as long as he lives. Hmm. So let let me start this. Aside from that. Y'all using this this false sense of justice to satiate this habit of enjoying news and spreading the tea like that. That's just a thing. I am sorry to say, maybe stereotypical of me to to suggest it, but frankly, I see it all the time, <laughs> all the time. And it, and it's like just this thing where it's just feeling me to do these. To, I feel like it is almost like there's a pleasure involved in it. 
and being able to say that I know something, I can share this information and get like a sense of power is a power trick. I find and that's just a my observation because I because I don't see men doing it. I ain't saying that no men don't do it. See, of course, they got some out there doing some foolishness. Yeah. But why don't see men posting? Even if a man got a woman that got a married man, whatever the kid that she married or whatever, man dealing with she points so why don't see men posting conversation with with, with, with with she and he? Why don't see men like, posting that kind conversation between he and some woman that's leaving DM? And like, why don't see that kind of stuff happen? Why men? Why men want open women when it comes to this? As a man get hurt, you don't see men posting shot from wherever street. Exactly, but it isn't encouraged. It isn't encouraged, and, 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 and it isn't encouraged by women, and it isn't encouraged within male circles. And this is something that we need to do an entire episode plan. But you see these men that does remote the place simping, that does no yo farm. I do it as well as you so that I can impress a woman or a B woman or a Z woman, so that I can get a little bit, so so that I can get a little bit of sex or a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Man, you gotta stop it. You are doing more damage, Jackson. Exactly, you are doing more damage to men that 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 you understand. Like at the end, their men don't have no support, dog. A, a man say, "Yo, this woman falsely accused me of something." And people can be like, "Yo, fam," or people just get, or or you trying to take away the voice from it. And men just be saying that, dog. Men in a case where women saying that, men just be saying it. I just be jumping on. They got some things that 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 um a man will come true, and more women agree with it than some of the men. It's so ridiculous. But they got bro, the brownie, brownie, the brownie points, man. You got that. Yeah. <laughs> the men that the men that is just as much feminist as the females. You yeah. got you got to and I, I, I am both choosing so it's just a matter of like, okay, this fella, he you know, you, you just left that as that. You, 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 just, you know things like I have partners that we hope. I may look, he girl get a picture or he I may think it's a woman that tell that picture. A man say no, a man say no, cross, cross there, so taking a picture, you, you and all kind of foolishness. And I, you know, I just always remember, I can get up there a personal story, I just always remember, I went to Lemon Arbor with my good partner and his girlfriend and some other girls that his girlfriend bring, right? We signed up with one another. He decided he gained no Lemon Arbor, you know, go side people's going to stay on the side and then breeze. So he left from next to she and went outside and breathed. So he girl sat close to me or whatever the case is. Picks on my phone ring. And I look, my girl calling me. Just a couple of years ago. My girl calling me. Yeah. And I asked the phone because I know she know that I out. And when I out, I used to be like, you know, I out. I park here again and enjoy myself. So I said, wait, wait, calling me for unless it's an emergency. And I asked my phone, who am you out there with? I look around. <laughs> what? You don't know. Um, and it was just that my boy did not long move. Obviously, the person that looking in or going on, that he woman yet, but he woman come close to me because she and then other men around in the group. It's only she and girls, and she come close to me. But she he he done call or message she to tell she that I uh, I like I uh, here with me. I with a, a woman. This I like you. Auntie, I ain't gonna let you worry. This might sound ignorant. But I ain't gonna let you look up and the see 
he looking at me or whoever it was. I don't know who the boy was. Ever the look at us, he sort of flings and across our room. He really hit in his face that business. But that, that sort of thing irritate me differently, though. <laughs> like, differently. I hate to see men moving like that. That's all set me differently. Yeah. So, There's a barbie about the things I know and see. Yeah, well, Tigger wants your question, right? Yeah, yeah. Before, I want sure going too long. You, you take men as feminists has got arterial motive. But the, the, a, a lot, a lot don't do. A, 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 a lot, a lot don't do. I can say all, a lot don't do because they're trying. Look, as men, as, when you look at the whole dating thing, as men, you will realize that a lot of things that men do is to impress women. Uh, I don't get into that sort of impressed with my foolishness because the way how you see it, every sort of relationship that you can get into with any woman can be a marathon. You don't start off a marathon sprinting. That's just how you see it. So to me, I any day them starting, them starting off with marathon running backwards and eventually they're gonna trip over the same woman that they're trying to that, that they're trying to uplift. But I think the woman don't respect the woman, they respect no man that's selling out either. <laughs> no, they respect the, the, the call here, all sorts of different things, but definitely ain't gonna see he as a man that them gonna want to be with. He's just another girl, but I can just end, <laughs> I, I can just end the, the, the episode there. Uh, false rape accusations are, are horrible. I hope that, that uh, we covered the topic well. Are we gonna, are we, we're gonna hear you guys next week when we do our Mother's Day episode. We are not a hundred percent set on the on the on the topic as yet, but we're gonna let you guys know via our social media. So without further ado, I'm just gonna end it there till next week, guys. <laughs>